Hello, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko. I'm super glad that you're here. Very grateful for each and one of you listening to these episodes. If you're new, welcome. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope that, you know, wherever you are in the world, you're doing fantastic, drinking some good coffee, and uh, I hope things are going well. And yeah, we are going to have the second guest for the day. all the way from Germany. So we are looking forward to interview this legend and uh, we'll be able to just, you know, give you some company. And this is episode 88. So if you missed out the previous episodes, not to worry, we got IGTV covered, YouTube covered, podcast covered, you name it. Um, So if you're new also, just feel free to take a screenshot, share this in your stories as we are trying to let this little uh, community-based podcast uh, grow. And Juan Francisco, muchas gracias. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you love your you know, our podcast and and greetings to Aaron. Hello, everyone. Uh, might send the invite to uh, directly to him because he might not know that we are already rolling. So, yeah, earlier today, we went all the way to Puerto Rico uh, with Abner, and uh, now we are going all the way to Germany with another amazing guest, a roaster, a father, a brewer, a competitor. So we are super, super lucky to be able to have this chance to talk to him. Um, Whilst, oh, here he is, and... We're gonna bring him on right on time. Okay, so it works. Hello. Good morning, guten Morgen, he gets. Hello, good, how are you? Good, good. It's super good to see you. Thank you so much. I know it took us a while to find that time, but you're super busy. We got nine hours difference now, and uh, yeah, I'm super stoked that you're here. So uh, first and foremost, thank you, and how are you, and how are you doing? Thank you for inviting me. Um, good, good. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. It was like a few busy weeks, um, um, but yeah, it's it's good, yeah. It's it's also early here, so yeah, I'm just also drinking coffee. Please, it's the the whole point is just uh, um, having a coffee together and just uh, chit chat. Um, and just to sort of get into it, um, has been things for you and your family with this whole global pandemic situation? Is everything okay for you personally? Yeah, um, to be honest. Um, yeah, everything is fine. Family is good. Uh, everyone is safe. Um, and to be honest, first like um, two months they were actually really good for us, for me, uh, because I, we 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 were like um, on lockdown, so I didn't work so much. Uh, I worked for the whole two months, probably like five days. So I had a lot of time to spend uh, spend it with my son, which was great because I never had so much time with him uh, together like you know at at once um so yeah we really enjoyed it and i'm 
I'm actually glad, you, you know, we, we had to remind ourselves uh, that we need to stand and it's sometimes good to take break, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Just you know, I else. think super valuable and, uh, you know, your, your son will, I mean, obviously your son is super young, but, you know, it's yeah. something, it's priceless for you as well for him, of course. But, uh, no, it's good that we remind ourselves that we're lucky. Some of us are lucky to, you know, be able to not work for a little bit and still, you know, uh, make arrangements and that allows us some time. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have a son, but, you know, the podcast became uh, my version of it. As in, I, I was lucky to have more time to start this. So, um, yeah, I guess it's not quite well, the same. When did you start those live uh, I started, I think, uh, first week of April. Yeah. Okay, so then on the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, because here it started a little bit later, the lockdown. And uh, mm -hmm. I was like, well, let's do it. Uh, which, it brings us here. Um, first and foremost... You gotta help me with the pronunciation of your name. Is it Wojtek or? Yeah, exactly. Wojtek. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Wojtek, uh, thank you again. Could you sort of give us an idea a bit of how did you start your coffee journey? Um, well, it's it's not like anything special, I guess. I was um, studying. Uh, I was studying math, math mathematics, um, and then. To, as a side jobs, I was like working in different shops. Um, I was also like uh, giving private lessons. Um, but, and, but so yeah, I was working in the shops, like in in a, in a mall in the afternoon after school. Um, and then at some point, I was also just tired of it, so I wanted to find a job in in gastronomy. Um, but not restaurant. I was thinking maybe some bar, but then also I didn't want to work in the place where like my friends would be coming and they would be getting drunk and like, you know, and I would be sober. And, uh, and also I didn't drink coffee at the time even. Um, so I was like looking for a nice, maybe a coffee shop. And then some people, some friends recommended me a few places and then I gave my CV to like three different shops and then yeah, like from one shop, it was specialty coffee shop. I even did, had no idea about specialty coffee. Uh, like, yeah, as I said, I didn't drink coffee. Um, and then they kind of hired me just out of the street, like because they just wanted to train someone from zero, from like no, like, but, you know, um, how we call it, like the... Uh, no, not the uh, friendships, friendships, yeah. or yeah. like from. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just wanted to try to just train someone from like just zero. Um, so I was this person, um, and also that was a shop that everyone were like competing as well. Like they were like really good uh, set of baristas at the time. It was back in Warsaw in Poland. Um, it was eight years ago now. So, so yeah, I just started learning about coffee um, and because all of them, they were like competing, they were like already like some of the guys were like, yeah, so in the future when you will be tamping, for example, on the barista competition, you need to be sure it's like, you know, even and so on. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like studying, I'm going to do something else. Um, I'm just like here to just make some money. Um, 
But yeah, then after like few months, I started competing in some um, latte art uh, uh, small competitions, and then also Brewers Cup. And then it came out that I got in the, into final in Brewers Cup after like six months of working. And then I got like kind of into it then, and and I felt like yeah, maybe I'm probably I was lucky, but maybe there's something to you know to get more out of it. So I started competing a bit more, not in barista, still in the uh, Brewers Cup and uh, and Aeropresses, which were like, you know, a bit, at the time I thought they were easier. And I, I also, the funny story about this uh, Brewers Cup thing is like, I got into the final and at the time in Poland, the first round, it was only compulsory, so no open round. And I got into the final without presentation, without coffee, because I didn't even know the rules so much. And then I had one day to let one night to prepare for the final. So yeah, I didn't do super well, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then after that, I had to read the rules as well uh, for next competitions. Um, and yeah, that was my, st- like, that's kind of like how I started. Um, and then after le- a bit less than two years, I moved to Berlin al- already because my friend was working before at the barn and then the- they were looking for someone um and then i just uh, i just moved to berlin to to work at the barn actually which is obviously the the mecca of coffee in europe or one of the you know like yeah, yeah. for many of us that don't live in europe we're like wow, wow berlin is like there's so much going on and how was your first impact when you when you moved to to berlin i suppose so um i came here first for a trial uh work for travel um for like two days it was my first two days in berlin i've never been here before and then they gave me a month to move so i went back to poland i like i quit my job i quit my apartment and then i just after like few weeks i moved here um well i was actually surprised because um back in poland most of the baristas at least i knew also, like the community was like kind of, it felt kind of small. Everyone knew each other, even though I was like so like uh, so fresh for it. I, I already knew a lot of people from like Poland, not only Warsaw. And then when I moved to Berlin, it felt like completely super different uh, because most of the, there was like a lot of like Australian baristas, baristas from UK, like, you know, like everyone from like, from every part of the world which was great but then they were like just yeah that's just uh, my work I, I was thinking you know if i will go working to for the barn like all of the baristas they will be probably like barista champions and so on and they were like no it's just like they were like very good baristas but they didn't really they weren't geeky you know and then back in poland it wasn't so much money in in the coffee but then baristas they were like really really into coffee like super geeky, like nerds, you know, like proper nerds of coffee, uh, <laughs> which kind of sort of gets along with you know the 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 stereotypical you know thought around mathematics. You know, it's like that yeah. kind of. <laughs> and then how, how? So did you stop going to uni, sort of thing, or you? Yeah, or you yeah. I mean, still- also, also, I think like summer before I started working in the shop, I went. Uh, for uh, for a few months to work in the bank uh, during my uh, like um, 
summer holidays. Uh, and then I felt like it's not really for me because I didn't want to be a teacher. I, I wanted to go to uh, to bank or something like this. Um, and then I just, I was really miserable at that work, like eight hours a day at the, off, at the desk. Um, just uh, didn't feel right for me, you know? Um, so I just, I just, um, I got like kind of scared of it. And so I quit. So to just close that door and not go there back. So you yeah. actually, you actually done, you actually got your foot in the door, which is very interesting. Cause you know, when you say, my story is not that exciting about coffee. I think it's really exciting instead. I think it's it's just yeah. it proves to people that it's okay to sort of make a little hiccup, no mistake. I don't call it a mistake to be like, well, I thought I liked mathematics. I thought I liked to work for a bank. I realized very quickly it didn't, but you did yeah. something about it, and you're like, well, what do I like? And you just like went with it and. I think it's super cool. I think that a lot of people start to get, it's scary to sort of let that go and uh, mom or dad or grandpa or society or friends, you know, it's like, oh no, you should build up your career and climb the ladder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my parents were like kind of angry with me at the start for like first, like probably two, three years uh, after that. But then now they're fine. I mean, like, yeah, they have family, so it's... Uh, now I'm like kind of, yeah, we're in a different country as well, so it's... Yeah, yeah and, and that, that must have yeah, been yeah, difficult to, to... It must have been difficult uh, mentally, psychologically to sort of like go with what you wanted, which is super important. Uh, and, you know, your parents uh, no, were... It's so important super... because it felt good, you know, in, in from, for me, for myself. So it's, yeah, I'm always trying to not for my, force myself to do something what I don't want. I think I think for the kids at the back or people who are tuning in now, this is to write down. I think putting yourself first and your happiness is just the right the right way to go. I mean, we're not preaching, but I, I just yeah, I just love this kind of topic because I see too many people stuck, um, not liking what they're doing, and uh, and then yeah, you know, people would. You know, if they hear something that you just said, I think it's just super, super valuable. So thanks for sharing that. I think it's a very, very relevant story. Um, yeah, head off to you. I think it's super cool. And uh, and and what what? Because now you're a five elephant, and and what you know what what are you currently doing there? And what's your kind of role day to day sort of thing? What does that look like? Um, so I'm a head roaster here. And kind of like partly uh, man manager, uh, like pr production manager. Um, where right now we are kind of like trying to figure out if I'm gonna hold this role or not because it's just uh, quite a lot. Um, but I mean, because also we had the other production manager which left, and I took over this role, but it's still kind of open. Um, so yeah, but mainly I'm um, head roasting. Uh, I'm part of also green bean buying team. Um, and also now I'm like, yeah, I'm, because I'm head roaster, I'm also training new new production roaster. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. So I'm, I'm mostly like day to day, I'm roasting, QC, some samples. Roasting. How? When did you start roasting, and how was the process for you to go from 
barista to roaster and is this what you love the most because being passionate coffee is one thing but you can do a hundred different jobs is this exactly what you always wanted um at the start not i mean because i even didn't know about it so much um like when i was still in in poland i have i've been only to one roastery um and and still i haven't even seen the process only when i moved to to Berlin uh, when, and started working in the barn. Then of course I got uh, more um, into it and also like, more understanding of it. Um, so when I started at the barn, I was like a, a barista. Then after a few months, I took over like uh, some barista trainings um, with my colleague. And then also I was like maintenance manager I don't know if it's because of Polish and so it means handy <laughs> or uh, no, I mean like, no, it's, uh, I was like maintaining like all of the machines, including uh, a roast machine. So like basically just making sure everything is like clean, greased, if anything doesn't need replacement. Uh, so I got trainings from, from those. Um, and, but then I was like looking for something like, you know, a bit more because I was getting like tired a bit of like a barista job because I was still behind the bar as well. Um, and, and yeah, so I was just looking around. I was almost like getting the roaster position at, uh, at the barn, but then also I got to know that my wife is pregnant. So uh, like at this point, I just, I was like, yeah, either I will just stay here and probably I will just stay here for like very long or I will make a move. I will do something about this. So then I was just looking around and then I got to know that Five Elephant is looking for a new uh, roaster, someone to join the roasting team. Um, so yeah, I, I went for it. So then Patrick Rolfe was still here as a head roaster. And then when they hired me, he just put his notice down. He was like, already like, you know, uh, in the process of uh, making April, moving to Copenhagen. So then we had like three or four months together. And then after this kind of really short time, uh, I, I took over a head roaster role. So it was like very intense time learning, like learning curve was like crazy. Um, and then I was on my own. So which I was really scared of, but then I'm, kind of glad also I got this opportunity and that Chris, my boss was like pretty open for this as well. He didn't like start looking for someone else with more experience, but that he kind of trusted me. So that was, yeah, that was great actually. And I yeah, was like, no. you know, learning in the process, like of course we had this time with Patrick, but then four months is very little anyway. So I was like kind of trying to find also my own way of like roasting coffee because we never like, not never, but like we not always agreed on like how coffee tastes, like this particular coffee, what we are looking in it. Um, so yeah, also it, with time where like I was changing in. And and would you would you ever go back to just be a barista? Let's say that you found your your spot, like that's what you love now, roasting. Yeah, I, I think I, I do enjoy production more than than uh, shop, unless. In the future, if I would like to open something by my own, then then yeah, it's, it would be different. I would feel more like a really like host and and like 
inviting people to to my own place maybe but anyway i think i enjoy roasting more and it's crazy because like i just love coffee i love people more than coffee probably but how coffee just connects and bring people together and for instance i've drunk your coffee all the way from berlin to melbourne a couple of times where there's a shop where they always buy international roasters and it's actually crazy like now i'm talking to you but it's a coffee that you roasted a year and a bit ago and it's uh yeah it's super cool i think um yeah it's interesting and, and just sort of to touch base on uh, on something you mentioned earlier how how difficult is to get into roasting because a lot of people think it's easy but roasting jobs are not that many because uh, you know it's different than uh, a cafe on the floor you know or baristas where there's more of kitchen um what would if someone's goal is to roast what advice would you give them to sort of like well you know is a taste a lot is a go to cuppings is a network is a all the above like what's your take and advice for people who want to get into roasting who want to get a roaster job or just want to open a roastery like uh probably just get a roaster job yeah because there's a lot of people who ask me that question I'm like well there's a few things you can do but it's not that easy yeah it's a really tricky question um i think you need to be very lucky anyway i think i was really lucky that there is not often that uh, you see roaster positions like online that's the first thing so that you never know if roaster is really looking for someone i think that's the issue um but what could make you better roaster um i mean anyway like so you need to be lucky you need to get connections so i always think i know that competitions they are not for everyone but competitions or like at least going to events or just um, helping to set up events um it's good way to get connections of course like and training yourself as a as a person as a brewer and a, and a cupper that's great uh but fortunately also that's uh, connections are important so like do everything go go around go for like open cuppings right now we don't have open cuppings of course but if if they will be back in the roasteries roasteries and stuff just go there and and taste with them i guess um yeah it's tricky it's um it's i think like it's also a big part of it um but if, if you will know more people then you have bigger chances of like just getting to know that someone is actually looking uh that's one and then you maybe they will already know you and then they will know that you are a good uh worker or like you know coffee person so it's uh, your chances will be just better right yeah, i think i think you're right i think it's a mix of thing obviously luck is always it's a funny word because i think that you create yeah. your own luck um True. obviously being in the right place at the right time is important but you know it's like yeah like you said networking open cuppings um getting into the community more uh getting to yeah, coffee exactly. events it's just there's, there's a lot to it and i think i was talking to uh and cooper and i just think it was a develop your palate a lot um yeah. by tasting a whole bunch of fruits and flavors and exactly, yeah. coffee um yeah it's it's tricky but often 
you kind of have to start from the front door. You got to start from the barista role within that company. Very rarely yeah. you just gonna just jump into roasting, which is uh, because it's an investment for the roastery to train a, a roaster, junior roaster to roast a certain style because it's a quite a fine art. And yeah. uh, also, sorry to, to no, interrupt please. you. Also, I think that sometimes when you are like going to work for the roastery, but in the shop. Um, and then if you get the, if you want to end up roasting, don't go for like positions like head barista or something like this, because then it kind of, you're closing your doors for going further because they will invest the time in training you for this also Hello. important position. Uh, so then if you would like to move from that position to roasting, then they will need to train you as a roaster and then new person for, for like manager or like head barista. So then it's kind of like, it's tricky. Um, so it's, I think it's easier to go from barista to roaster than someone more important. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. In, in, I, I think I feel a bit this way, you know, because also we had these issues that like some lead barista in the shop wanted to move to to the roastery and then it's it's tricky, you know. We want yeah, to be efficient, but then it's also like bigger investment. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's um, uh, like you say, the higher up position when it's because then you're taking away the position from the shop. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and Ruth is asking if you can tell us more about Malabar coffee. Malabar coffee. Yeah. Um, Did we I have think Malabar coffee? I think it's maybe it's the monsoon Malabar process. But yeah, I, I don't know. What I would, but then, yeah, it's hard to tell. We we don't use monsoon Malabar. As far as I know, monsoon Malabar. You know the process? I actually no, I don't. Uh, so just, monsoon, it's like from monsoon, like you know, heavy weather. Um, if that's the question. Um, so then they are like putting just coffee outside for like dry, but then they just let it sit there for like months or like, I don't know, weeks, but with heavy weather, so like rain and stuff. So it just like, so it takes everything out of coffee, but also it, it adds this like moldy and stuff and heavy flavors, which I wouldn't say it's good, but. Maybe for a blender. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, So for maybe the blender, I guess, yeah, that would be maybe an option to give it like more like heavy body and, and flavors, if that's the question. Yeah, I think it is. And uh, uh, speaking of flavors, what, um, how would you describe your style of roasting and what do you love about the way you roast? Because you, you also got to enjoy the, the roasting as well as doing it. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of roaster, which is not claiming that we are like really consistent in a way because we, uh, I mean, like me personally, I test a lot of like different different approaches. I like to change it. Um, I would never say it's the best way of doing it because I don't know. Um, but anyway, what we are like going for, I think it's um, for the sweetness. Um, and also for like, just make it a bit easier to, uh, to brew in the end. Um, like, you know, customer friendly. 
coffee. So that's why also recently you can see on our shelves more like uh, Omni Roast, which we call, which is like still a filter, which you could brew as espresso if you want, um, which is not our style. We still like call filter an espresso, but sometimes we just like, yeah, let's make it just something in between. Um, yeah, is it is it the answer? Yeah, I, I'm, I would say that we go always for sweetness and then pronounce the flavors of the coffee as well. We are still on the light side, of course. Uh, I mean, of course, like, yeah, we are on the light side. Uh, so we want to for sure taste coffee, but then uh, just make it as sweet as possible. Like I, never, I didn't have so many customers complaining, oh, this coffee is way too sweet, you know? People are yeah. complaining, yeah, this is too sour or this is too beer, you know? And sweet is good thing. Sweet is good thing, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the proof of that is that some harshy, bitter coffee that you might find in Italy, that's why they put sugar in it to make it sweet. So, yeah, yeah. it's actually this conversation with uh, Abner this morning, uh, Australian time, uh, about Puerto Rican grandmas, well, they make this coffee from, you know, the sock, and they just like mm -hmm. put a lot of sugar and a lot of milk, like super sweet. And it's interesting, it's just, uh, it's interesting. I think nobody complains about sweet. Or rarely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure someone will, but like if you, especially if you will put sugar, but then, yeah, just coffee by itself. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. I think yeah. that's what I'm saying, like, nobody complains for sweet. Like, I think it's quite the opposite. I think that's the bitterness that people are trying to fight off. And, yeah, yeah, I like that. And I think, I don't know, sure, because a, a new friend of mine talking about connecting with people, uh, we connected through the first sip, and he's in Germany, is in uh, and even Laura and Cedric and they and they went recently to Berlin and uh, he said he said that he's gonna he was gonna buy some coffee and send it to me which is super nice and I bought some Melbourne coffee and sent it to him so I'm looking forward to see what what coffee he put in the box he could have put everything so I know he came to five five elephant hopefully we'll see we'll see what's in the box but uh, yeah I look forward to it yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be real good fun. Um, Wojtek, uh, we just hit the halfway mark and uh, okay, oh, just uh, the, nice. yeah, no, uh, super quick, um, which is good. Um, and we usually ask a ritual question, which is out of the box question, which is, if you could, who would you like to have dinner with? And it can be anybody, doesn't have to be coffee, whoever oh, you want. Okay. Alive, not alive? No, it's, it's your dinner. My dinner. Um, oh, I got just a really bad um, idea, but um, mm, I don't know. Um, maybe someone like some like good, like someone someone who just changed everything. Um, and I don't know, like Thomas Edison or something. I, that's just. Um, yeah, no, actually, no, from, okay, living ones would be easier. Um, so I'm also, like, into skateboarding. And yeah, maybe cool. some, like, uh, living legend of skateboarding, like Tony Hawk, or actually maybe Pontius Alf. It's, like, a Swedish guy who, who runs this, um, it's not new, but, like, kind of new style um, company. They have, like, crazy team. He's an artist and also like he just created this like really different brand, skate brand. Um, 
And I just think it's he's a very interesting persona. So that would be interesting, you know? Because yeah. just, I, I guess he's just, just thinking outside of the box completely. So it's good to get this just kind of like um, inspiration, I would say. Uh, there's a common here saying, you better answer my wife. Uh, is that, what's your wife's name? Because that's your uh, surname. I, <laughs> okay, I, I see the comment. Uh, Justina, <laughs> it's like a Justina. Okay, that's, that's okay, so I get it, I get it. Yeah, so, <laughs> which one does it fall right there? <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, you know, course, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's great. Um, it's and uh, and that's uh, the other part that I love about coffee is just the culture and the. Well, we can be better in terms of inclusivity, but you know, you know, you have uh, your particular style. Your your you have your tattoos. Like you say, you're strong into the skateboard culture, which you can express that even whilst working the coffee industry um you know i think it's super good like i think coffee allows people here right again can we go for it uh can you repeat the question yeah yeah you know what we're saying is that what i love about coffee is also the fact that you can really be true to yourself as well because mm. no matter if you're in skating or music or you know, whether it's hip hop or tattoos or long hair, I, I love coffee because it seems to be a good industry where you can really be yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, even it's it's changing even now, even for like opening more like those doors, I think. And but yeah, that's that's why also I I love coffee. You know, like when I was going to the bank, I couldn't. I mean, especially in Poland, I don't. I guess here it's a bit different in in Germany, but like still, I couldn't show my tattoos or like, you know, I had to like wear a shirt and and a suit every day. And here's yeah, it's 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 much different, and and you can also just influence kind of your your like I don't know roasting or brewing or like anything with with you. Like yeah, you can get inspirations from anywhere, and that's. Uh, that's also important, I think, and that's what I'm, I'm looking at. Like when when people are like at the competitions as well, like if someone is bringing something new, um, that's great, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's obviously every industry has some defects. I think that you know we we have come such a long way as well in terms of including more uh, you know uh, women into the industry. I think. 10, 15 years ago was super, 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 super male dominant, which, you know, I'm very happy to see more and more uh, women competing, women roasting, uh, becoming baristas. So I think it's, it's really good to see. And, and yeah, and all, all kind of flavors in there. And I love it. I think it's, it's super good because then we could have a table of 10 people. We all different, uh, but the coffee bring us together and we sort of enjoy it and connect, uh, regardless of i don't know i just i just love the idea of coffee as a connector yeah 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 for sure um yeah and that's why like yeah it's uh, whenever you go out like my wife hates it sometimes but whenever we go out with like some coffee friends and just like you know coffee 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 but also then we can just change the topic because everyone are like so kind of different and it's always interesting um 
with with them you know it's uh, yeah for example my colleague here in the real street he's a uh, he used to be in uh, in German racing team, so that's his background, for example, which is also super interesting, I think. And he's now roasting with me here, so it's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I love it. No, it's uh, it's really good. And and talking about competition, um, a little bit. Sorry, we're going a little bit backwards here, but what's your plan of attack? Are you still, you know, what's 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 your plan for that? I mean, yeah, uh, I had huge plans for this year. Uh, then I ended up being third in uh, in Germany. Um, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm still hungry uh, for more. But like, I didn't expect much. Like when we were going to Boston, of course, because it was my first time in the in the world. I was competing in nationals before a few few times. But then I got like really pumped, kind of after we got into the final. And especially after second round, uh, I was on the first position, which was just crazy. And we we didn't we didn't think we we're gonna go so far. And then, yeah, I w- I want to for sure try try more. I have like more ideas. Um, I have producers which I would like to showcase. Um, but also, I'm kind of person which. If I'm not gonna find something like really interesting, which I would like to show, then I'm not gonna go. I would rather take a break and and just wait for for a, for a moment that I think I'm I'm gonna change something, you know, or I'm gonna like show something because I don't want to just go for like just for for sport. I mean, it's it is kind of like sport for me. Like you know, I'm I do enjoy like this planning. I think I, I enjoy more planning of the presentation than actually competing and being on stage. I don't like the time on stage so much. It's really stressful. Uh, but I, I do enjoy this process of like trying to to plan the presentation to get as much points uh, or like not to lose points. You know, I think this is a really interesting process for me. I think enjoying the process is the key actually to be able to be to, to reach a higher spot because if you don't enjoy the process uh, it's like football it's like any sport you know if you don't enjoy the process of training you will not be able to elaborate and come up with ideas also improve your skills and uh, your presentation in this case as well as the yeah. skills and yeah no it's it's it's, it's good it's good and I, I look forward to i mean this year we, you know we were meant to have a here melbourne the the world and you know yeah. it, it, it's gone the way it's gone and that's that's okay you just have to I suppose accept it and um, just because uh, we you know we were we went kind of back into the memory lane way uh, when you said that when you first started working uh, five elephant uh, your wife was pregnant so you have you know a young son and how is uh, how is balancing uh, coffee career and family going because you know coffee can be a little bit crazy maybe the hours a little bit early um and how, how is it well i think uh, in the beginning it was kind of hard but i think now we got like we found the balance and, and a way of uh, of doing it actually um it's, it's it's not so hard especially that i'm working actually on the production so uh, which is that's why it's better because I'm working Monday to Friday, and then we can plan like I don't know weekends or 
or whatever. And also, I'm starting early, yeah. But then I also I can finish early if if we don't have so many orders. I mean, like I can do just eight hours, and and then, you know, go home and and still like pick up my son from from kindergarten. So it's not bad. I mean, and also if I know I'm gonna be we're gonna be busy, I can just start even earlier and then still finish, kind of on time. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. I think it's, it, I think it's important to sort of. Um, I mean, but also, yeah, like I have like great support from my wife, um, especially in like competition times. Then she was like taking a bit more on her shoulder shoulders. Um, but yeah, she supports uh, me as well. And now she's also mm -hmm. pregnant, so we're gonna have a second one. Congratulations, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's it's Thank important you. to sort of talk about this because it's like a, it's not taboo, but I think it's important because if we want to give a voice to coffee to be a possible career in certain countries, not every country is lucky as, I don't know, Australia or Germany, um, I think it's important to say, well, you know, you can do what you love and still have a family and have, have a life and you can still, you know, I think it's, I think it's important to sort of highlight that because... We don't hear it too often, and uh, and yet there's so many coffee professionals out there who still, you know, have a good life, good quality of life, good, you know, happy families. So yeah, thank you, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Um, I mean, and, I think it's it's important to understand what what you really care about and just prioritize your time as well. Um, even if it's work or or free time, it's. Um, yeah, you need to find this balance and also, especially Corona showed us uh, what you really care about and then try to reorganize your time or just like try to plan it actually because probably a lot of people, didn't, they don't do it. And and if you plan it, it's just easier to to do it better and then yeah, to be more happy in the end. Yeah, and then Corona is definitely also you know, taught a few of us, not everyone, to, to sort of be grateful for those, like you say, you have spent more time with your son and be grateful more for those uh, smaller but bigger uh, parts of our lives and yeah. and happy with what we have because it's, 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 yeah, sometimes it's good, not for everybody. So, you know, just for the lucky ones, of course. But, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that, that we could sort of discuss this topic. And, and, and Wojtek, more on a broader spectrum, what sort of is your coffee vision, your, your, your mission, and I suppose your, your goals, if we have to talk big and macro? Well, that's a, a big question. That's why um, I kept it for now instead of the last yeah. question. <laughs> I think I'm still, in a way, I'm still looking for it. I'm, um, I'm a person who, yeah, as I said, I don't like to claim too much like this is the way we roast now or um, I'm a bit afraid of this kind of commitments um, I mean I don't know if it's like the if it's like being a bit too humble or you know you know what I mean like I just don't want to I'm kind of scared of being this person which are sometimes looking at uh, people are looking at and they want to do it because I don't feel like I have best ideas or best thoughts about stuff yet maybe um, I mean for now I do agree with like our uh, company that kind of mission you know 
trying to to work with producers um i, I mean just just do it, do it in the right way you know especially for the roasters uh don't always get just most expensive and best coffee just try to get at least everything from from the farm for maybe smaller farmer but just just try to find usage of like all of the coffees they have not only like this five percent of the production i think this is important to to not be so picky um mm-hmm. i also i i get companies which are like only quality driven and want to like serve only best coffee sure um but in the bigger picture i think it's it's just better to to think about also others and also there are like there's not only this high-end speciality there's also like middle market and um yeah you know what i mean it's, yeah you know it's just like it's just uh, we need to we need to think about like uh, everything and, and the planet in the end planet yeah and i think the planet is an interesting topic because i think I think that um, I, I, I keep hearing it. I mean, my job is, you know, my my you know my company heavily relies on uh, you know being keeping eyes and ears on the mm-hmm. on the on social media, which is you know it has its moments, as you can imagine. Uh, and I think that sustainability is being such a a big buzzword. I don't I don't want to use this word because it's it has unfortunately not really real meaning or like everyone now thinking which is, which is okay because it's just semantic and it's just it's just a word i mean sometimes yeah. there's only one word to use but i think the planet is is is, is such a, a good topic because again this you know for us to talk about because then more people hear about it but in the, in the right way which is in my opinion is i think that we can't give coffee for granted. Let's just stick with coffee for the sake of, you know, our uh, context because mm-hmm. in price crisis and like you said, you know, buying or buying, you know, we can't just buy super expensive or super cheap like this. We got to fill up the whole chain mm-hmm. and climate change. It's a risk. Um, I know it's negative and all, uh, you know, it make people upset hearing about it, but it's true. You know, like we have a growing population and the numbers are what they are and the, and I think that ultimately, I, this used to get me really fired and it still does, but I used to get a little bit upset. I used to think so much about climate change and because of my lifestyle and the choices I made. But I, I just came to the conclusion that we have more power than we believe that we have as individuals' own choices. So the minute that we understand that, you know, how, what impact it has to buy an apple from, your local markets uh, from, you know, importing a fruit or vegetable from overseas or what resources were required to eat 100 grams of this food, whether it's plant-based or whether it's animal product and, and what's the impact of that on the environment. I think it's super, super relevant. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I think no matter what industry we're in, we need to, yeah, I like what you said, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... As I said, like, um, I don't want to say my last words on these topics, but, and also like, yeah, I'm, as an individual, I'm, I'm maybe, I don't know if it's a lot or it's very little, eight years I'm in the industry, but I still, I feel like I'm learning all the time and changing 
my mind, which is that's why I'm with coffee. That's why it's great. Uh, but I just don't want to say my the last words word. on, on those. Uh, of course. You know. Uh, no, I respect that. And I think anything can change. I think you, you're super relevant because, and again, you work for a company that, you know, when I interviewed you guys on the other a couple of months ago, the ethos and the values behind is what matters the most. So it's true, you know, we, we, we keep learning, we keep improving. And, you know, you've been working for eight years before, for most part, for, you know, good companies, which has all these mm -hmm. values. And, such. And, and yeah, look, if it was an easy solution, like, um, I don't know, when, you know, your car breaks down and, uh, and you take the mechanic and like, oh, we need to change your tire. Well, that's easy. We just change a tire. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, this huge topic and uh, we just can do, we try, we can only try our best and then we'll see what's tomorrow's new yeah. best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and lastly, um, thank you for coming on. It's super good to uh, share these topics and this conversation with you. What, what's next for you? Uh, what's, what's your next, uh, uh, what's happening? What's, coming next in uh, in your world aside from obviously a new a new baby which is super super exciting and i'm happy yeah um apart from this uh, i don't know we'll see uh, that's that's for now it's main focus of course in the past i was thinking about opening my own um shop and then a roastery but then it's yeah i don't know i'm still uh, it's the same as like saying the last words, you know, I, I don't know, because then I will stuck to it for, for, for a while, for sure. And, um, and I'm just not sure what I want to open or like if I want to still open anything. Um, so right now I'm like, um, I'm, I still feel like I'm learning here. So it's good. Um, if I will feel like I stopped, then I will, I will think about next move. Um, of course, like some some more doors opened after after last year's Boston. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Like I, I don't know yet. It's uh, yeah, no, that's, that's cool. That's cool. For now, it's it's trying to to grow with, with within um, still in the company, um, and maybe just maybe just stay here. Maybe we will just yeah. Nice. Yeah, just no, it's, yeah, good. It's, it's 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 good moment as well for Five Elephant where where like Corona happened, but we are still we have healthy uh, growth, um, and it's interesting and it's good to to be here and and also yeah, I, I like the just the the values of the company, so I'm I'm fine with being here and it's yeah. Um, yeah, which is yeah. very important. No, and and lastly, speaking because you just mentioned uh, a healthy growth. Um, did you notice? I'm assuming, but did you notice much more of a growth when it comes to home brewing in Germany? And how 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 is that? You know, is that making you happy to see more people brewing at home in Germany? Um, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like more during Corona. Yeah, that's uh, that was like our sales. Retail sales went crazy during Corona, of course. Like we had like a lot of small packages where before we had like mostly um, wholesale customers. Um, 
it's yeah it's good also people are drinking more good better coffee uh which is nice and um, as everywhere like people are more uh, aware of what they drink and what they eat um on many levels it's not like just coffee it's not only wine or beer it's just people are getting like you know like baking bread by themselves and and uh, which yeah it's 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 good to see um and yeah, home brewers also like I'm happy that there is more machinery which allows people to also brew better coffee, um, even like espresso home, espresso machines and so on, uh, where like a few years back, it was like when someone was asking me like, hey, I would like to make espresso at home. I was like, forget about it. You know, <laughs> there is a way <laughs> where now it's, you know, the company is like, uh, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say names, but um yeah there are like many companies on the market which are making it like possible and also it's 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 not so pricey anymore i mean yeah. it, it is of course uh still not crazy cheap but it, you can afford it for sure um, 100% yeah that's good um Wojtek, it's such a, a treat and a pleasure uh, meeting and chatting with you I'm really glad that we could make it work. Uh, it took us took us a while because it's super busy between uh, yeah, work, family, everything. No, 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 no. Why, why not? It's 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 been really good, and maybe maybe we can do a second version of this down the track in a few months, and we can do maybe something different that you want to showcase. Whether is we could be I don't know uh, cupping, or uh, you could give us a tour of the roastery. Whatever it is, sure. happy to sure. happy whatever whatever suits you. Happy to to do another one at any time, and hopefully we get to travel again soon. Berlin is in my destination list, so we'll hopefully get to share a cup of coffee uh, for real. Better, but yeah? this was super nice, and thank you again for giving us an hour of your time, man. Thank you for inviting me so much, and uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Have Good luck, with, uh, especially with your uh, with your uh, new baby, and uh, congratulations again. Super good. Thank you. Uh, so have a good night, right? It's evening with you. Uh, yeah, okay. 6 p.m. Yeah, you're okay, on spot. So so. Yeah. Yeah. Still okay. Uh, dinner time, for sure. And well, for you, well, start the day. And uh, yeah, have have a good day, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you. Again. Ciao. 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 Uh, there you have it, guys. Um, I'm just, um, yeah. This was another amazing episode, this number 88, uh, the perfect number, double eight. And uh, Wojtek was such a good sport and I uh, just love to hear his story. Uh, super humble, uh, super interesting and really, really created an understanding that possibilities can be reached. Like There's possibilities within coffee, uh, whether it's uh, work, career and life. Maybe not for every country, but... Uh, in his case, he made some big moves from obviously Poland to Germany, and uh, yeah, um, the rest is history. Um, you've heard it. So, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, really appreciate that. And if you're new, welcome. I'm Mirko, and I'd love if you just wanted to take a screenshot and reshare this. Uh, we do this live podcast two, three, four times a week. We record them and then we put them on our podcast, so Spotify. If you're listening now on Spotify, thank you. Feel free to take a screenshot and reshare this uh, podcast across, you know, share with your friends or your coffee friends. And uh, the goal is just to create more of a community. So having said so, 
we have something big lined up for next week. Not just the podcast itself, but we're going to have a special giveaway. And uh, yeah, I hope that you will turn on your notifications because this giveaway is going to be, yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting. And um, big shout out to Tanti, you here, Lewa. I saw your question, Lewa, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm based in Melbourne and uh, Wojtek is based in Berlin. And uh, yeah, big shout out to Irem. I will see you tagging us. Thank you, Michael, Mikael. Maureen, Shima, Andres, and uh, Hawk, Tel Aviv. So thank you all. Hope you're well. And yeah, Shim, you're late, but it's okay. We'll record this and repost it. Thank you so much for sticking around. Send you much love. Have a lovely day, lovely night. And uh, take good care of yourself and stay caffeinated.